103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Good evening, sports fans. You are listening to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney live from Ison's Family Pizza here in downtown Batesville, just off George Street. When you're driving by, blow the horn, wave, let us know that you're listening. And we've got an outstanding show lined up for you tonight. But first, I want to say thanks to our guests that make this show and so many others possible. The aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. On tonight's show, we're going to mix things up a little bit. We're going to talk to you not about the uh, staple sports that we've been talking about so much the past several weeks. Let's go in a new direction and talk to you about um, some serious athletes. And I'm talking about high school cheer. We will visit not only with Milan, but also Greensburg cheer. Uh, their head coach, Shauna Kidd, will be with us. Also, PJ Metz, boys basketball coach from North Decatur. Adrian Wilborn, he is the wrestling coach at Milan. But first, we kick things off. We'll stay in Milan and talk to their head, <clears throat> excuse me, head advisor for cheer there, Lindsay DeBolt. Lindsay, welcome to Coach's Corner. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, we are so happy and glad to have you uh, here on the show. Um, not a, <clears throat> excuse me, not a, a, a group or a sport uh, that we spend a lot of time yeah. talking about uh, when, when we talk about cheer, but you know, like I know, uh, those young ladies are athletes just like every other student athlete right absolutely those girls put in the work they put in the time and they deserve as much recognition as everybody else no doubt about it tell us a little bit about your crew in terms of the makeup uh, seniors juniors sophomores what do you got on the squad uh, this year we have 10 this year we have three seniors three juniors uh, a sophomore two freshmen kind of a good eclectic mix this year um, it's nice to see the seniors stepping up and bringing in these young ones and helping them out mm-hmm. and, it's fun watching the new ones try to catch on and pick up and get to where those seniors are so that they can join and make it one big cohesive group now with your seniors are um i'm sure you have some that have been all four years yes i coached middle school cheer before i did high school so i actually have one that i've coached her uh seventh grade through her senior year wow so that's been amazing to watch her grow up and transform from you know the little sixth grader seventh grader all the way to the senior now that's you know captain of the team and takes charge Mm. it's really awesome now in in those terms uh this particular young lady you've coached her since she was in sixth grade all the way up now how important is youth cheer in terms of getting um getting uh the kids involved at the high school level absolutely that's huge and that was one of the things when i went in to get my interview with uh ryan langferman and john Pryfogel. i said i want to bridge that gap Mm -hmm. between the the peewee cheer program to the high school program um, so we do things. We do like a peewee clinic every winter during basketball season. Okay. We have K through six come out. 
Uh, they get to learn a dance. They get to learn a cheer. They learn our school fight song, and they get to perform it at a halftime at a varsity basketball game. And how big is that when they get to go on the big floor? It's so awesome, and our numbers increase every year. I think last year we had somewhere in the 80s of wow. girls showing up. So it's awesome to see them come out and know that you know they're going to be our future Lady Indians out there on the high school floor. That is that is awesome. So correct me if I'm wrong, but this is your first year with, with Milan High School Cheer, but of course you've been doing this for years. Yes, yes. This is my ninth year coaching Milan Cheer, but my first year, my second year with the high school, my first year as the head coach. Okay. And as the head coach, um, what are your plans um, in terms of the growth and development of the program? I would love to see our numbers increase. Uh, COVID hit and mm-hmm. a lot of sports took a big yes. dive. Yes. So our cheer program is kind of starting to rebuild, get back up, starting to get those bigger numbers. Um, the girls have expressed interest. They want to compete again. Yes. They used to compete a lot. Um, they see, you know, other schools like Lawrenceburg and Rising Sun, and they're doing these competitions. And mm-hmm. I believe Lawrenceburg is going to nationals, which is awesome. Wow. So my girls are like, okay, that needs to be us now. There so. you go. There you go. That's that's awesome. So your um, your season, really two seasons in one, right? Because yes. you guys cheer for football, and then you just roll right into yep. basketball, right? Yeah. We Fall break is our only little break that we have, mm-hmm. and I didn't give them one. Uh, we practice all of fall break. <laughs> right. Because there's, you know, we have somewhere between 120 football cheers. Then they got to turn around and learn wow. 120, 200 basketball cheers. And they have about 20 dances that they learn. So they dance in between the JV and the varsity games for a good 30 minutes. Wow. So we spent all of our summer break, 8 to 12, Monday through Friday, working on all those cheers and all those dances and just busting their butts. And with basketball... Um, you're taking care of, uh, you mean the full load, right? So you're cheering for the men's and women's teams. Yes, yep, right, absolutely. So you know, so if I ever look at a basketball season, if you're doing both varsity boys, both and uh, varsity girls, you're talking three, four games a week. Yes, yeah. There's some weeks where we have three, four games a week, two on Saturdays. We're trying to squeeze them in JV right. and varsity. So Whew. we're there from, you know, if there's a night game we're there from six o'clock till ten o'clock wow i dare somebody not to call you guys athletes <laughs> yes that absolutely. is a that is a lot it is a lot and if i heard you correctly you go i mean sure basketball season so football starts in august yes goes all the way through you pick right up with basketball yep. basketball usually runs march april yep and you guys stop or no we usually about a week two weeks after basketball ends we host our tryouts and we start practice holy smoke so it legitimately is year around yes all year round that is incredible but i would imagine with the workload in terms of the number of games mm-hmm. you, you say 120 cheer sport per yeah. sport 20 dance routines yep. i would imagine it takes that kind of commitment right to, to get it right yeah and these girls you know when they try out they make the squad that's one of the first things we sit down um my co-coach tasha bledsoe and i were like listen you have to want to be here you Mm -hmm. have to commit to being here because if you can't commit then we can't keep it like this is something you've got to want to do all year full-time this is a full-time job you don't get the breaks that some of the other athletes get you Mm -hmm. know because they only do one sport just football just basketball just baseball yeah you're just cheerleading but it's all year long exactly and the way i understand it coach please correct me if i'm wrong though the payoff can be huge absolutely d1 colleges are giving out scholarships in the plenties yes for these type student athletes right? absolutely cheerleading is becoming a bigger thing for scholarships to happen um we've had several girls in the past that have gone to like mount st joe thomas mm-hmm. moore from our program 
And we have girls now that I told them, you know, keep it keep it up. Keep yes. going because you can get a scholarship for this. You can be on an NFL cheer squad. They, you are that good. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to know that it is getting more recognized by colleges and by other people out there as a true sport that, you know, these girls are busting their butts to do. And this may not be a popular opinion, but especially for male cheerleaders, yes. those scholarships are, I mean, if, if you are a male cheerleader, and say you're not good enough, gifted enough to get a scholarship in basketball or right. gifted enough to get a scholarship in football, yeah. you definitely Absolutely. can get a scholarship as a male cheerleader, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And they're hard to come by because they're not, you know, like you said, it's not a popular opinion, but some of those male cheerleaders that I've seen out there, they are stronger, they work harder, they are taking these, you know, 100 to 120 pound girls, they mm-hmm. are throwing them in the air, Right. they are catching them, they are they literally are carrying these girls' lives in their hands. Yes, and, and a lot of a lot of the male cheerleaders are better athletes absolutely physically you know in terms of being physically fit yeah better athletes than some of what we would consider the main sports right Yeah, absolutely i've seen some male cheerleaders you know they walk out and you oh well there goes a football player oh no i'm a cheerleader oh okay (laughs) okay exactly times are changing and and it's and it would you know it's nice to be able to carve out that little niche for yourself yes you know if, if if you know, and especially with uh, competition being what it is. Yes. Um, you know, not just within your program. Mm-hmm. You know, but comp- between programs. Absolutely. And then competition for the next level. Yes, absolutely. So, coach, here you go. I I, I often do this, especially when um, we're talking about maybe a sport that we don't always talk about a lot, sure. whether it be volleyball, golf, cheer. Right. You've got a hot mic there in front of you. Okay. <laughs> if yes. I'm an incoming freshman. At Milan, a male incoming freshman. Yeah. What's pitch? What's your pitch to tell me to come out and be part of the squad? Well, uh, one, it's something where you get to enjoy all the sports and get into the games for free. <laughs> you can't, That's a bit. The, you can't you, beat you that. You're shocked. How many are like really? <laughs> um, but the camaraderie that you get of mm-hmm. a cheer squad because you are cheering all year long, you will build some of the best friends that you'll have in your life. Um, you will get to be physically fit because, right. you know, my girls do condition and we put them through the ringer when it comes to conditioning and working out. Um, and we're super strict with their uh, grades. My girls are, you know, all AB honor roll students. Wow. So we're there to help you out academically as well as athletically. And uh, you're going to be surprised how much recognition you're going to get you know we've had other teams text us and say wow your girls were amazing tonight you guys lost but your girls didn't lose their energy they looked amazing they looked great and that's that's nice to see that you're going to get that kind of recognition as well as to getting a varsity letter it's funny you say that that immediately made me think back to the covid season for basketball Mm -hmm. and i can remember doing games when it was just you know the team yeah okay and and they let a few (laughs) yeah they let a few media folks in but i distinctly remember the first game back where they allowed the cheerleaders to come Mm -hmm. it was night and day yes um yes the the team the particular team that i was covering that night had been on a little bit of a losing streak Mm -hmm. the cheer the cheer squad was there that night the the student cheering section was there that night and they just went crazy yes and i distinctly remember on air we credited that win that's awesome 
to to the fact that you you had that extra energy yes, in the building. Yes. Um, and uh, and th- it was right then and there that I really realized, maybe for the first time, wow, cheer is an integral part. It is of these teams and and uh, and, and what they're able to accomplish during. It the is. We will have the boys if we miss a game, mm-hmm. they will hunt us down in the hallway <laughs> and say, "Where were you at? Why were you not there?" We no lost. Doubt. Why weren't you there? It's like we can't go to all of them. I'm sorry. No doubt about it. I, I believe that full full throttle there. Well, my youngest daughter is involved in in youth cheer here. She loves it. So, behalf of all the the little ones and the parents of the little ones, by all means, thanks so much for what you're Absolutely. doing in the community and keep uh, keep going in terms of bridging that gap between the yes. youth. Like, I see that as a big payoff for you guys. I hope it is. I hope that Mylan's cheer numbers are you know at one point in time prior to COVID. We had 20, 23 girls, and that's our goal is to get back up to those big numbers again. Well, that's awesome. Coach DeBolt, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I wish you all the luck and success with the program, and we will definitely reach out and check in with you later on. I'm excited for it. Thank you for having me. All right. That was head coach of Milan Cheer, Lindsay DeBolt, joining us here on Coach's Corner. We continue in just a few moments on Country 103.9 WRBI. Veterans Day, make sure to stop by Batesville VFW, post 3183, and check out their silent auction fundraiser. The success of this fundraiser is essential to the continued successful operation of our local VFW, and the local leadership and members appreciate your support. There's no admission charge, food and drinks are available, and everyone's welcome. Browse the items donated by community members and businesses, and make your bids. The Batesville VFW Veterans Day silent auction, this Friday from noon to 8. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Decatur County Sheriff Dave Durant is making a difference. In his first term, he challenged the good old boy network, and that's made him some enemies. But Dave Durant's not a politician. He doesn't go along to get along. So sure, he's ruffled some feathers. And the political bosses and career elected officials might not like it, but simply put, Sheriff Dave Durant does what's right. Tuesday, November 8th, vote to keep Decatur County Sheriff Dave Durant on the job for you. Paid for by re-elect Sheriff Dave Durant Committee. Back to more Coach's Corner. Delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI.
And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney here at Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. This episode being brought to you in part by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Hurt and Elko, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Margaret Mary Health. Just finished up speaking with Coach Lindsay DeBolt, head cheer coach at Milan, and uh, it's her first year. Uh, she's with uh, with with the uh, main squad. She was there and in, in a, another role earlier, and of course, heavily involved with youth cheer. And uh, she's doing a great job out there, really getting involved and bringing those kids along. Um, she even mentioned she had a chance to coach one individual all the way from sixth grade all the way to a senior. That's got to be an amazing ride to see. Well, let's keep the good feelings and the good vibes going let's keep talking about cheer move right up the road to greensburg joining us now on the show head coach shauna kid shauna welcome to the corner thank you it's great to be here well we are truly glad to have you and you know unfortunately you know cheer is not um, a sport that we spend a lot of time focusing on or talking about in these parts. So I'm glad to have you as well as uh, Coach DeBolt on earlier. Um, tell us a little bit about your squad. Uh, I've got 14 this year. Wow. I've got two seniors. I've got three sophomores, or three juniors, six sophomores, and three freshmen. It's actually one of the smallest teams I've ever had. I was just going to ask fourteen. Yeah. Is, is that is that a is that a big squad? I mean, what do you what if you had your ideal number in terms of being able to do all the formations and pyramids that you want to do? What's a good number? Uh, Sixteen to eighteen oh, would wow. definitely be uh, more of a standard. Sure. I think fourteen is kind of a minimum. But like Lindsay had said earlier, you know, COVID hitting and mm. just other circumstances, numbers kind of fell off for a lot of athletes and for a lot of sports so we're we're feeling that too sure so in, in terms of numbers how involved or or how important is the youth program there in decatur county in terms of feeding those numbers at the high school level absolutely integral to feeding in it should be a feeder system it mm-hmm. should go from the elementary to the junior high to be able to feed into the high school so the high school can feed into the colleges it should work hand in hand. Sure. Now, Coach DeBolt mentioned that one of her goals was to get Milan um, to a level that they would participate, maybe at the competitive level. Yes. Um, how about how about in Greensburg? Uh, is the Pirate Squad are, are they competing competitively yet? They do not compete competitively, to my knowledge. They have not. But it was always one of my ideas when I first started with this that. I'd like to see the program head back to that direction. Certainly. Now, Coach, how long have you been involved uh, with with cheer there at Greensburg? This is my eighth year. Wow. I started out at the junior high, was there for a couple of years. This is my sixth year as head coach at the high school. Okay. So, eight years in total coaching at Greensburg. So then you definitely know that feeling of being able to see someone come in as as a freshman and they, they cheer with you all four years yes. and, and seeing the, the, the maturity and the growth. What's that like as a coach? Uh, amazing. I, I tell people a lot. I don't hold a lot of pride for myself in doing this, but my pride comes through when I see those girls, right. when I see those students, when I see those kids. Uh, like Lindsay said, I have one that I've been with since she was in seventh grade. She graduated a couple of years ago, and she actually just got engaged oh. this past year. So I've seen this progression and her grow and mature and become an amazing young woman. Mm. And I 
I get chills thinking about her still. She still keeps in contact. She'll come into school to say hi whenever she's around, and I I just enjoy that friendship from her. So it's, it's safe to assume that with Cheer, it's a, it's a real close-knit family, right? Absolutely, yes. You don't think so at first. Starting in, everybody has a difference of opinion, and sure. when you get a group of kids together <laughs> that large, they're not always going to get along. But what? You they have abs- on the same page? Know, Teenagers? Right, right? Yeah. <laughs> siblings? No. It is. It's like mm-hmm. a, a large group of siblings. They right. have their moments where they don't want to speak to each other, but but if you stand up to somebody in the cafeteria and call them the wrong name, you're going to have that team behind them. Right, right. Now, I, Lindsay brought something that I just really, I just really wasn't aware of. She'd made mention of the amount of work, the amount of time that you ladies are devo- devoting to this sport. Yes. You, you, you cheer for football, roll right into basketball. Yes men and women's teams yes. all the way through till March take a short break and then start all over again start all over again yeah so it's literally year round yes absolutely that's that's crazy so let me ask you this so you have these girls well let's face it more than anybody else Basically. Right, almost Basically, yes. well, in some yes. cases more than mom and dad more than yes. any other teacher or anything like that <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you as a coach though, keep it fresh to keep them engaged that much that long? We're always looking for something new. I know a lot of teams kind of get stale. They get into a routine and they keep the same cheers and they keep the same dances and they keep the same routines. But we're always adding every year something right. new because it, no offense to 25 years ago, but we don't want to be seeing all the same sure. cheers they had 25 years ago, the same dances they had 25 years ago. So we keep it fresh by trying to stay up to date with what cheer actually has to offer. Now, does um, on your squad, do you have any male cheerleaders? I do. I do have one male cheerleader this year. He's a sophomore, and he is doing an amazing job. So good, excited to have him. Good deal, because we, we had a conversation, Lindsay and I, just a few moments ago about um, these D1 colleges and their propensity to give full-ride scholarship to male. Yes. I mean, of course, they give them the female cheerleaders sure. as well, but there's a high demand. And I think we all can understand that. There's a yes. high demand for, for male cheerleaders. And they, I mean, they have a real opportunity to have college paid for yes. from participating in cheer. Absolutely. A cheer started with males. If you go back decades, Preach cheerleading it. was males. That's right. They brought women in. We're getting back to the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. It's important to have them there. Uh, the support that they lend to the team. Sure. And I, I don't only have them on the cheer squad the, itself, but I also bring in stunt crew. Right. And they add that additional support, and that's another way to get the guys involved. So if they don't want to try out for cheer or are not comfortable with that mm-hmm. label, they can come in and be our stunt crew and still see what it's all about, still have the opportunity to get those scholarships. Now, you use the term stunt crew. Talk to me a little bit about that. What, what Exactly what is that? What does that mean? Stunt crew for us mm-hmm. has just been an additional uh, group to our actual cheer program. Okay. So, like I said, some people, they may not just be up to par for cheering, mm-hmm. but they have a, a, the amazing skill of stunting. Mm-hmm. They can hold a stunt. They might not be able to say a cheer and get the steps right, but they can hold a girl in the air. They can do the flips. They can be that extra support. 
And for guys, instead of having that label of cheerleading, which scares a lot of them off, right. they can be stunt crew. And mm. that's just an easier way to get their toes wet and see, see what it's really about. And when they get in there and see, a lot of them are addicted and wish they would have done it sooner. Yeah, one of the one of the things, too, we, we talked about previously is just, uh, just how incredible of athletes these male cheerleaders yes. really are in a, in a lot of cases maybe more fit than your average football basketball baseball player yes absolutely i have one that i think he graduated last year uh i, I go back to him all the time he is one of the strongest kids that we've had we've had a couple of them but he he could hold a cheerleader by himself you wow. know just in the air and it was always a, a surprising for them when they would stunt together mm-hmm. he would go to lift and they would lose the girl's foot because he's holding it up above wow. where they can reach and it's like bring it back down hunter <laughs> bring it back down <laughs> and, I, and i'd imagine as a coach that that gives you the luxury to do more intricate yes. stunts and things there right absolutely it does yes and like i said they lend that support literally that support for those cheerleaders they feel safe Safe. Right. Wow. That that is that is good. That's awesome. I will give you, Shauna, the exact same open floor that, that I gave Lindsay just a little bit earlier. You've got this hot mic in front of you. Half of Decatur County is listening right now. What do you want the youth in Decatur County to know? Particularly males, the more and more I think about it. But what do you want them to know about Greensburg cheer and why it would be a great thing to get involved in? It's just a great way to not only get to know people in your school, you get a family. Mm -hmm. We are very close-knit. You have an opportunity to get into the community. We do a lot of uh, community service, and we like to get our faces out there and let them know that we are here not only to support athletes, but to support the people in our town. Mm -hmm. You can get a letterman's jacket. That's right. You can get a letter for cheering. It's something you can do if you're not into football, if you're not into baseball, if you're not into soccer, you can still letter in high school by being a cheerleader. And, and you get a family with it. And then you got a great shot at a D1 scholarship. Absolutely. <laughs> that is that is awesome. Well, Coach Shauna, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. Um, this whole portion of the show has been a cheer-based show, <laughs> and I've enjoyed hearing and learning about it. Of course, my youngest daughter is involved in youth cheer here. She loves it, and I can, and I can understand yes. why. And I, it is good to know that in this community, um, if you are, in, in, in fact, uh, interested in cheer, cheer we've got programs these young ladies young men will be in great hands absolutely yes so thank you so much and we will reach back out and uh touch base with you later on in the season because lord knows you got a long way to go yes we do (laughs) be great to come back all right coach again thanks so much and coach's corner will continue right after this on country 103.9 wrbi what the fumella? Have you tried the new fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, Ison's Family Pizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the fumella? 
Live and work at high speed with Great Plains Communications. We have the reliable fiber-driven solutions to fit the expanding needs of your home or business, including internet, streaming video, security, managed Wi-Fi, voice, and more. Sign up today and experience the difference that comes from working with a local provider with over a century of experience serving homes and businesses in Indiana and beyond. Log on to gpcom.com to learn more. Speeds and service availability may vary. Other restrictions and limitations may apply. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRVI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney. We are broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. If you're out in the hustling bustle and moving along George Street, be sure to blow the horn and give us a wave. Let, you, let us know you're listening. This segment for Coach's Corner being brought to you in part by the aforementioned Ison's Family Pizza, Garing's Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and Great Plains Communications, and Brun's Guts Wheeler. Just finished up our cheer block of tonight's show just finished up with head coach shauna kidd of greensburg cheer and uh just again just kind of giving us a peek under the tent of what these young ladies and young men coach kidd actually has a, a young man on her squad it sounded like she's had some in the past and you know say what you will folks but in a world where there's so much competition for d1 scholarships if your child son or daughter they just aren't that interested in basketball or not that interested in, in football or baseball there's another avenue where they can have college paid for um and have a great time doing it and, I, and i'm talking about cheer now this next guest wouldn't know anything about not liking basketball as <laughs> we bring to the table uh the head coach of north decatur chargers men's basketball team pj metz coach metz welcome to the corner hey thanks for having me well we are um excited there's a lot of excitement going on up there in, <laughs> in north decatur athletics um particularly the undefeated season for the football team but as we now kind of move down the calendar we change our focus to, to basketball um to, to today was really the first official day, right, of, of basketball for you guys. Yeah, it was. Um, and, you know, we're kind of trotting out a skeleton crew uh, for the time being. I've got some kids that aren't involved still with the football team. Right. Um, and congratulations to them on our big sectional w- victory. Um, but it just kind of puts us at, I don't want to say an idle mode. We're still working. We're still sure. trying to get better. But at the same time, we've got a lot of key pieces that are still involved in that fall sport. So we're just kind of kind of trucking along and right. just rooting on the football team and kind of seeing where we're going to be. And let me ask you, Coach, on that note, because you, it's an ongoing debate every year at you know just about every high school in the country about specialization versus 
multiple sport athletes. Where, where do you fall on that sort of thing? Hey, multiple sport athletes. Look at Aaron Judge, no further. Right. I mean, Yankees, what do you do? You set the, the Yankee home run record, Correct. right? He was right. a three-sport athlete in high school. He mm-hmm. excelled at all three of them. Um, you know, I look at something like soccer yeah. or basketball. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you really hone in on the footwork techniques, I mean, that really can be beneficial for you on the hardwood in the wintertime. Um, you know, not that you want to overextend yourself and play, you know, four to five sports in a, in a calendar year, but I do think there is a lot of benefit to being a three-sport athlete. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you wholeheartedly, and especially – I agree that that crossover basketball and and soccer, you can see angles a lot better. You 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 start to have court vision like none other because now you're confined right to just this small area. And your vision before, you know, when you're outdoors, you know, talking a much wider wider area. Um, so that's interesting. I, I I often have this conversation with coaches just to see where they're standing. It seems like, not for us to get too far off topic, but it seems like it's more driven by the parents to specialize. But it's the coaches that are saying, no, these multiple sport athletes, they bring something, you know, for every stop. They're gathering something, right? Right. And, you know, it's 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 funny because I, I feel like a lot of times when you talk to some of these college coaches, they ask, what other sports do they play? Right. You know, it's never... Well, is he a strictly a basketball kid or is he strictly a football kid? I mean, I think they're looking for the most well-rounded individual they can find. Uh, no doubt about it. Now, speaking about well-rounded individuals, let's talk about your squad. What's your makeup in terms of your classmen on your varsity squad? So, finally, I can say, I'm in, going into my third year, I'm finally going to be upperclassman heavy. Okay. Um, all of these kids have at least two years of varsity experience. Most of them um, have three. Okay. So, I've got a lot of kids that have been playing varsity since they've been sophomores, um, um, one that's been playing since he's been freshman. Um, and we're kind of well-rounded into I've, I've got five seniors, um, one junior, and that's going to be the majority of the makeup um, with, as far as full-time varsity guys. Um, and then, you know, I, I can throw in three other – two other sophomores. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a freshman that's got a chance to earn some minutes this year. Um, really, I would call us well-rounded. I'm uh, hoping to be in some positions this year with some games. Some of these younger classmen um, can get some some time on the floor. Certainly. So next year, you know, when these five seniors move on, it's it's not a deer in the headlights look coming right. into that first varsity matchup for them. So just so just like your squad itself, where you've got these athletes that have been with you for you know three and, then, and now four four years you yourself kind of came up through the ranks that way as far as the coaching ranks right yeah you know i'm a lifelong north decatur guy um graduated high school there i came back started coaching actually started at the youth level and moved myself up to freshman and worked my way into jv and this is now my third year varsity that's awesome that's awesome that that in and of itself kind of lays the groundwork for your players to see if i work hard and stay at something these are the things that can happen that's that's awesome let me let me ask you this coach if you could kind of Give us a, a peek behind the velvet rope um, as a day in the life of the coach. So this is, uh, you know, your your first real practice, so to speak. You you know, you got games about a week down the road. Your first. Uh, we are, you know, it depends on the football success. Uh, typically, we always would play our first scheduled game would be the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Okay. We would open up against Greensburg, but that game right now has been pushed um, simply because. We want to make sure the football kids can come in and get acclimated, get in basketball shape a little bit. Um, I would say we're looking somewhere right around the 1st of December, that first weekend. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Now, you mentioned you typically like to open things up with Greensburg. Um, obviously, a larger school than yes. North Dakota. Talk to me about what that 
challenge uh, presents to your squad. Obviously, a measuring stick, nonetheless, for where you are as a program. But- it really is. You know, Coach Meyer and Greensburg basketball has had a lot of success um, over the course of, you know, the last decade, even sure, longer. Sure. Um, and, and it really does. It kind of gives us a, a good insight um, to open up with a quality opponent to kind of see where we are at. And obviously, we know that first game, we aren't going to be necessarily where we will be going into March. Right. Um, but it also gives us that good measuring stick of, okay, quality opponent. Uh, he does. Coach Meyer does a good job of game planning against us and gives us kind of a, a look from the standpoint of here's some weaknesses that we've got to correct. Right. Here's some strengths that we were able to attack them with. Um, so it definitely does have its advantages opening up against a good quality opponent. Okay. Now when we sit here, you know, early November, um, I'm sure you, you, your coaching staff, you put together some some goals that you have for for your squad as the months and progress. Uh, toward the end of the season there, toward tournament play. Um, if you could, share with us, if you would, what are some of the goals that you have for, for this year's team? Sure, and, and I think this group is definitely capable of accomplishing um, our main goals. You know, we we haven't really sat down with the, the kids and really discussed about, you know, what do you guys want out of this? Right. Um, but as a coaching staff, our sites are definitely set on, you know, winning our MHC conference this year. Um, we definitely think that we've got a shot at sectional. Mm-hmm. And then, so far, one of the biggest goals that we're yet to accomplish. We want to go farther than any team's ever been in the basketball program. Um, and we definitely think this year we've got the, the kids and we've got the ability um, to hopefully attain that goal, okay. that ever-elusive goal. <laughs> right. Now, now, I think you guys newly joined a conference uh, this this year or last year? Football. Football okay. Football joined the, I believe it's the TEC maybe. Right. Um, okay. But basketball and football, we've always been separated. They were the MIC before and now they're part of a different conference okay. where basketball, volleyball, and some of the other sports, we've always kind of been part of the Mid-Hoosier conference. Okay, and what are some of the schools that you guys would come up against in that conference? South Decatur, Hauser, Morristown, Waldron, Southwestern Shelby, so some smaller 1A, 2A schools. I don't, Indian Creek used to be a part of that conference, and they were the largest, um, and they've since got out, Um, but we're probably in the 2A sector, probably one of the bigger schools in the conference now, right? and the rest are probably made up mostly of the 1A schools. Some some smaller schools, but definitely some some good basketball traditions in the Boris Towns and, and, oh, yeah. and some of those Shelby County schools, right? And if you look, if you go back over the course of, I don't know, you know, last 10, 15 years, there have been a lot of state championships that have came out of yeah. the MHC. Waldron, yeah. you, know, you mentioned Morristown, Hauser. Yeah. Um, there have been a lot of talented, good Southeastern Indiana basketball. No doubt about it. And that's I mean, let's face it. This time—that's what this time of year really is, right? Yes. It's basketball in southeastern Indiana on a Friday night, Saturday night. Yep. Hard to beat. Not a better ticket in town. It, it is, and you know that's what's one thing I always come back to. It's like you know this, this is Indiana boys. This, yeah. this is basketball state. You know this is what we're known for. Um, so it, it definitely, definitely gives a little more ump. I guess this time of year. Certainly. Last question, uh, Coach. That I'll have for you. And so when you look at. Um, your your particular rise, like you said, you started out in youth ball and then freshman JV now uh, coaching at the varsity level. Um, and at the same time, you've seen some of that same progression with your kids, mm-hmm. came in as freshmen, uh, so forth and so on. What does that? What is that like as a coach to see a young man come in, freshman, maybe not a lot of basketball experience you work with them and they uh, they rise their way to the ranks make it to that senior year what is that like as a coach to see that type of growth and development you know when i when i took this job those are the kind of scenarios as to why i wanted to do it right you know you, you get to see it you get to see the the light bulb come on the green light so to speak um and you, you get to see that kid who stepped on the floor maybe as a freshman with 
hardly any confidence in himself and Mm -hmm. he works his way through the program and really puts a time in and by the time he's a senior maybe even before he's doing things that he never would have dreamed were possible maybe as a freshman Um, and those are the most rewarding cases I think that you can see as a coach Mm -hmm. obviously winning as a team is always awesome but to see the individualism um, to an extent um, and form those kind of relationships that are lifelong or right. are pretty much the, the basis and the bulk of why I do what I do. Well, that is awesome. Coach, listen, I want to thank you so much uh, for joining us here on uh, the program. Wish you guys all the luck and success in the world. And I mean, I know you want to get those football guys back, but maybe not too quick. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll postpone as long as we have to. That'd be great. No, no <laughs> doubt about it. That's Coach P.J. Metz, head coach for men's basketball at North Decatur High School. And uh, Coach's Corner continues here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Veterans Day, make sure to stop by Batesville VFW, post 3183, and check out their silent auction fundraiser. The success of this fundraiser is essential to the continued successful operation of our local VFW, and the local leadership and members appreciate your support. There's no admission charge, food and drinks are available, and everyone's welcome. Browse the items donated by community members and businesses, and make your bids. The Batesville VFW Veterans Day silent auction, this Friday from noon to 8. Curtin Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is 50 years old. Hi, it's Scott Lamping, and we're proud to have been providing quality products, professional installation, and dependable service for residential, commercial, and farms in southeastern Indiana since 1971. Our experienced and helpful calendar staff can help you do-it-yourselfers and contractors, and our experienced service technicians and installers are glad to do it for you. Curtin Elko, celebrating 50 years of business. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Decatur County Memorial Hospital was recently recognized as a top 100 critical access hospital, the only critical access hospital in the state of Indiana to have earned this recognition. Compiled by the Chartist Center for Rural Health, this program honors outstanding performance among the nation's rural hospitals. Another way Decatur County Memorial Hospital provides the quality care you want close by. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ice's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going, and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney. We continue um, our discussions this evening with area coaches from Ison's Family Pizza, the place where coaches come to get good food and to talk directly to you about their programs and the student-athletes that make them special. Special thanks 
to our sponsors this evening, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SCI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Just finished up a conversation with uh, head men's coach at North Decatur Basketball, uh, Coach P.J. Metz. Metz, a former basketball player at uh, North Decatur, and he's just kind of risen through the ranks as a coach started coaching in youth and went to freshman ball jv and now the varsity head coach there and they are getting ready to take on their 2022 uh, 2023 campaign but not so fast they got a few players still playing football as the chargers won their sectional championship uh this past friday night they'll be moving on to the regionals this friday night uh, as they take on sheridan um, and that a lot of records being set by that team. Of course, they're still undefeated. Um, the uh, winningest uh, team in school history, and that senior class has more wins uh, than anyone else in school history as well. Uh, but enough of that. Let's move on down the road, change gears a little bit, and let's talk wrestling. Joining us here at Coach's Corner Head coach of Milan Wrestling, Adrian Wilburn. Coach Wilburn, welcome to the corner. Thanks for having us. And uh, coach, the way I understand it, I'm, I'm looking at you as you sit across from me. You you got a wrestling body about you. <laughs> you might have been doing this for a minute, huh? Yeah, just a minute. Yeah. You uh you you wrestled at Milan, right? Wrestled at Milan in the early '90s. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, and the head coach there now. Tell us a little bit about your squad. What's your makeup in terms of your classmen, seniors and sophomores, whatnot? We are a very very young squad. We've got actually four. Uh, Four freshmen this year so far. Uh, I think seven or five sophomores and one junior, or mm-hmm. six sophomores and one junior, something like that. But uh, like with today was our first practice as far as the football players coming in and getting everybody going. So mm-hmm. it's still still got room to grow. Okay. Hopefully, we can get a few more bodies in. Now, coach, I will. I, I'm not ashamed to tell you, I'm not as familiar with 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 wrestling and the intricacies thereof as as I might be with other sports. So, um, if I say something dumb or stupid, just charge it to my <laughs> to my head, not to my heart. But so, let me ask you this: So, when you guys go to a meet, um, it's based on weight classes. But right. let me ask you this: Now, is it is it a combination of weight and age, or is it just weight? So, you legitimately could have a senior wrestle uh the same size sophomore or freshman oh yeah okay that's what makes it so difficult i mean it's a it's an it's a team but an individual sport at the right. same time right and you can and as you get older especially in high school and that's what's so hard for boys to learn is you might be a very good freshman but you're coming up against a four-year senior mm-hmm. and since a little bit and plus the maturity level exactly. makes a big difference so so what are the weight classes um, um at this level of, of wrestling they start at a 106 pounds that's the lightest weight class and there's 14 weight classes up to 100 or 285 pounds holy smokes so about every 
10 pounds maybe uh-huh. somewhere around in there like it's 6 13 20 26 32 38 45 right. 52 60 70 82 195 220 and heavyweight so the one you got the one that, that got my attention you said 285 yeah they there's a cutoff there used to not be years and years ago but now there's a cutoff well, 285 listen, pounds if, if there's a high school kid at 285 somebody needs to tell them to push back from the table we've had several of them have to lose weight to make Heavyweight, really? Oh yeah, we've been. Mylon's always been known for having some pretty big rest, big sized uh-huh. wrestlers. We've always had some heavyweights in the past, but right this year I've got several smaller ones. But you know, mm-hmm. but it, but at that point it really doesn't matter, big or small, because yeah. you're going to be competing in in that class with other folks that same yeah. the same size. Yeah. Well, one of the most known heavyweights around the area would be Mason Paris, and he right. was never a very large heavyweight, for right. a heavyweight class, uh-huh. but he was an outstanding athlete, outstanding wrestler. So it's not. So it's really not necessarily just about weight. There's a lot of technique, right? Technique usually wins over size and strength. It's good to have both, but sure. technique is usually technique and stamina gets you a long way in wrestling. Okay, so let's let's talk about your typical your typical meet. Um, and so I assume you could enter your wrestlers in these various classes, and they yep. take them class at a time. But but tell me about that individual match. How's it scored? How are points um, won or, or, or awarded? And then of course, how's the winner determined? Well, when you start a match, you wrestle three two-minute periods. Okay. And uh, you always start at the beginning, and you start in a neutral position, both standing. Well, mm-hmm. when you take your opponent to the mat, well, you're scoring points, two points for a takedown. By endangering his back, you score more points, like as far as near fall, two points to three points for near fall. And it accumulates through all three periods with changing of positions. Uh, or you get a fall by putting his shoulders to the mat. Mm-hmm. And as far as the team goes, once you've different areas of points, as far as how big your win is, yes. depends on how many team points you score, which is like three by a minor decision, four for a major decision, five for a technical fall, and then a six for a fall. And then uh, they're accumulated through the whole match, too. And then at the end, that's how you determine the winner of the meet, plus each match, there's a winner. Okay. So in the first round, first period, you start both wrestlers start standing and then in the second the second it's on a coin flip by the official is whose choice you can take top bottom neutral which is both standing where you defer to the last period for your choice is is there an is there an advantage to start on your back well start on the bottom around the bottom Yes, you can score more points from the bottom, but you really, gotta, you got to get out. <laughs> the guy on top is trying to score some points too. Right, right, okay. So then that's, that's usually the call: neutral or bottom, or defer to your to the let them last choose. period. Right. Okay. Yeah. So in the last period, um, then what's what is the uh, how do they determine whoever got the choice the first period? If he didn't defer, then the other guy would get the choice in the last period, and then. That's where about the only time a coach comes into play a little bit is, you know, you've watched this match and how things have unrolled right. and wound through the match, and that's when you kind of help your wrestler make the decision, sure. give him advantage, hopefully, in the match. Now, wrestling is another one of those sports um, that at the collegiate level, very competitive, and D1 schools are throwing out scholarships um, all around. So wrestling, not, no, no different than football, basketball, baseball. These kids can uh, can get a free ride oh, yeah. uh, to a D1 school. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and and I shouldn't just say D1 school. They get a free ride to... They get a, a help in a lot of different yeah, any size, right, right. And we've had several wrestlers go on and wrestle in, in college 
and it's it's a whole different ball game, isn't it? it though? It's it's really really tough in college. I mean, you've got best wrestlers across the nation trying for a spot. So it's it's same moves you learn in youth. You still use in high school, and you still use in college, mm-hmm. but a little bit different intensity. So, so um, you you mentioned youth. So, talk to me a little bit about the, the youth program in Sudman Dearborn for wrestling. Uh, Milan, Milan. I'm sorry. <laughs> we uh, we have what we call the Milan Tribe, and I th- believe it starts at age four. Wow, four to uh, well, thirteen I think is the cutoff for the Milan Tribe youth. And what they do, they wrestle in an organization called the CYW Cincinnati Youth Wrestling, and they have tournaments every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And what they do there, which a lot of places like the USA Wrestling don't, is it's divided into age and weight, okay, and experience level. So you don't have this brand new wrestler going out there and wrestling a same right. kid that's been wrestling four or five years. You try to keep them the same experience level, and it. Well, I love it. It, they, it really helps the kids get to love the sport before they start getting beat up. <laughs> right. And that helps keeping them in the sport. Sure, sure. Because wrestling's hard. It's a tough sport. How, how many how many matches, or about how long is the, is the season? We'll start the weekend after Thanksgiving, and usually, hopefully, you're into March, mm-hmm. into February, March, that's in the state, that's the state tournament. And each, each win, just like in football, you win at the sectional, you move on to the regional. We win at the regional, you move on to semi-state. And you win at semi-state, you go to the state finals, which in the state of Indiana, only 16 kids get to go to that state final in that in one weight class. Out of 429 schools, I think, in the state with wrestling. So by the time you get to there, to that level, you're you're really just talking about the individual, not, right. not talking about right. team anymore. Right. And what they do have, the coaches associations put together a point system for classed wrestling mm-hmm. you, know, you got three different classes instead of like your football single a that we've got single a 2a and 3a mm-hmm. and uh you earn points for your underclassmen okay. the previous year and you get voted in the next year and you get a chance to go wrestle as a team for a team title as the coach association the other ones that just tallied up through the tournament how the individuals do score you team points and then the team points are added at the end and that gives you the team champion as okay. far as the ISHWA skin sir okay wow so so the, I mean so this, there's a lot that goes in <laughs> there's this. a lot to go into it yeah there's there's you as you're coaching you're thinking about each individual match but you're also thinking about the team score what do I need to do do I need to move this guy change this lineup just so I can score a point here maybe and we got a chance here, but we're guaranteed points over here. And right. trying to figure out how they end of this match. And in wrestling, it's you never know what's going to happen. It's sure, always, anybody can be get, be beat on any given day. Sure, sure. And I guess that 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 kind of adds to it, though, right? Yeah. Yep. So um, let, let me let me let me ask you this, Coach. Um, a, a decently long season, and. You know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if there's such thing as, as travel wrestle teams that kids oh, yeah. get involved in in the summer. They tra- they have traveling teams, oh, too. Yeah. Everybody's got a travel team yeah. nowadays. You uh, can wrestle year-round. Is that right? You can wrestle. They're, my nephew is headed to a tournament this weekend in Toledo, I think, on a team for, uh, I believe it's, it's either the elementary school or middle school nationals. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so they, they you can travel everywhere. I've, we've traveled all over. We, I don't get to go way out way out west, but we've traveled several tri-state area for tournaments, big tournaments, Michigan, lots of times. Wow! So, 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 
is um, is that when you look at these uh, these athletes, you know, because I mean, you go to a lot of meets, you see mm-hmm. a lot of kids, a lot of different schools. Is is that what you're seeing? The the kids that are performing at the highest levels, or these kids that are literally year around wrestling, the travel, the whole nine. There's a lot of them that do. When you were talking earlier about multi-sport athletes, and there's nothing better in wrestling than a multi-sport athlete because one that's athleticism, and you've got about got to have that as a wrestler. Sure. And uh, you know, and getting around the different sports, different different abilities, it it definitely helps them. But the ones that focused on wrestling twenty four seven and live and breathe it they they usually become your elite athletes yeah i mean it, it's such a demanding sport that they, it's hard to take six or eight months off and sure sure just i believe the boy from uh crown point that four-time state champion he just wrestled his he went to wrestle for ohio state and just wrestled his first tournament at michigan state last weekend and won the tournament and beat a two-time all-american i believe in the finals right you as know a freshman Wow, and of course, and I, it didn't even occur to me. I just as you were talking, I'm like, duh. And of course, they can 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 compete at on the Olympic level. Oh yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it goes all the way up, right? I mean, yeah. And just in the past few years, they have become where, if you are on the Olympic teams and the USA national teams, and that they they get paid for medals now. Where in the poorest, it was kind of like you got a lot of free stuff because sure. of sponsors and that, but now you get paid for them Olympic gold medals or them world gold medals and stuff. They actually have come up with they're making a little bit of money so they can make a living at least. All right, that's that is awesome. Yeah, in the in the in the dual sport category, obviously you see a lot of football players. Uh, that wrestle and vice oh, yeah. versa, and of oh, course, yeah. they're clearly they mesh very well. Yes, they're clearly football players are taking a lot of those t- wrestling techniques to get mm-hmm. you know they, my my colleague that that I call football games with. He always says the lowest man wins, and that sounds like a wrestling type. <laughs> yeah, very much true. My nephew played football for several years. He was he was always one of the smallest kids on the team, but he played the line yeah. because of his balance and quickness, and he knew how to move big guys around. And it came from wrestling. That's awesome. I played both sports. I play. My size wasn't right for football, really, but uh-huh. I was a good football player. There you but go. I was. I became very good. I thought I did really well as a high school wrestler. Coach, I'll ask you this as we start to wind down here. A lot of the coaches that I've that I've talked to have made reference to the COVID year and how it has how it had an impact on numbers. And a lot yes. of these programs are in the, the the stages of trying to rebuild. I'm, I'm assuming you guys I'm are right there. Yeah, the same boat. COVID was really really hard on wrestling because it didn't just wipe out the high school. Mm-hmm. It took out their summer wrestling. It took out it. You know, it really hurt us. And it and the year coming back was probably the worst year. Last couple of years were my worst years as far as numbers. Mm-hmm. And we're hopefully this year starting to rebuild. Like I said, we're super young, so we keep going. We'll be back like we used to be. Well, I will. You got this hot mic in front of you, Coach. Uh, going out to all of Milan. Um, imagine if you would. I'm a high school freshman or an incoming freshman, and I don't really have an allegiance to, to any sport, but I want to get involved. What would your What's your pitch to me? Why would I want to come out and try out for mm-hmm. Milan Wrestling? 
if you want, if you want a sport that can really push you to your limits, then wrestling your sport. It's a tough sport. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. And that, that's what I always tell my kids. You know, when they're there and they're sweating and they're breathing hard, I said, if it's easy, everybody do it. And they'd give medals to everybody. Mm-hmm. Wrestling, they don't do that. It's very tough, but it it's one of the most fulfilling sports I'd ever been in, and it helps you all through life. Right. I mean, and it teaches you how to keep fighting for what you want, and not to quit, and not to give up. And most of the parents that come back always tell me, you know, that wrestling really helped my son. It really put him on the right path because it's such a physically demanding and mentally tough sport. Mm. You know, and that's you say that, and I think sometimes, coach, I think sometimes as, as parents, and I think we forget that that is the real payoff. Yeah. For student athletes getting involved in sports, and that it sets you on the right path for the rest of your life. Right. It's not just about that, you know, that one shining moment on a Friday night. It's what right. it does for you the rest of the way, right? Exactly. Then it's too easy to sit at home and play them games now. That's 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 the hard part. It's hard to, if we could get the kids out. Right. That they enjoy the sports, but it's just so hard to get them there now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we're competing for their their attention in a whole different way, right? Well, Coach, I tell you, uh, Coach Wilbert, I really appreciate you coming. I know I've learned a lot about wrestling here tonight, more than I uh, knew previously. We appreciate it. Good luck to you in the squad this year, and I assure you we'll reach out to you later on in the season so you can check back in let us know how things are going. Sounds great. We appreciate it. All right. That was Adrian Wilburn. We will be back to close down the show here in just a second on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Fumella? Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed Managing diabetes can be a daily challenge, but the more educated you are, the better off you'll be. At Margaret Mary Health, their diabetes program is led by registered nurses and dietitians who are committed to teaching you how to manage your diabetes more easily. Taking care of yourself is key to avoiding complications in the future. To learn more, visit Margaret Mary Health online at mmhealth.org or call 812-933-5000. That's 933-5000. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve 
your attendance and appreciate you being there on 103.9 WRBI. And welcome back to Coach's Corner with Terrence Arney, live from Ison's Family Pizza, downtown Batesville. I saw a couple of you drive by here on George Street, blow and wave. We appreciate it, letting, you, letting us know that you're listening. What a great show we had here this evening. I want to thank all of our guests, our two cheer coaches from Milan, Coach Lindsey DeBolton, uh, from Greensburg, Coach Shauna Kidd, telling us about their cheer programs and those young ladies. I got to tell you, I had no idea that cheer was year-round. They start up in August for football, then they do um, basketball, men's and women's team. They're cheering sometimes three, four nights a week, two games on Saturdays sometimes. Um, and then they get to the end of the season, they take a two-week break, tryouts, and they start it all over again, uh, cheer all over summer break. That's quite a commitment from them, those young ladies. And I said it on air, I'll say it again. You, you look at what they go through, and I dare you not to call them athletes because they definitely, definitely are. Uh, then we had a chance to speak with uh, head coach of North Decatur men's basketball, Coach P.J. Metz. Coach Metz, of course, a former North Decatur Charger himself worked his way up through the ranks from youth basketball all the way up to the head coaching job that he has now, and he is expecting big things from his squad this year. He just doesn't know when he's going to get all his players because North Decatur football is still going on. Just won their sectional title on Friday night, and they're looking for more as they play, uh, go to the regional round uh, to take on Sheridan on Friday night. We will have that game for you here on uh, the Sports Voice of Southeastern Indiana. Check the website for how you can tune into that one. And then we finished off the show talking about uh, Milan Wrestling with head coach Adrian Wilburn. And let me tell you something, folks. I'm bigger than coach, but I have no doubt he could probably take me down in like two seconds flat. That seems like a sport that as an individual, it could, I could see it really doing something for your self-esteem, the belief in yourself, and not to mention just uh, the lessons you learn from hard work and dedication. I would imagine, I didn't get a chance to ask him this, but I can imagine the kids that come in the program and their body looks one way, and it must be amazing to look at the transformation in their bodies as they go and they, they learn these techniques and they work at it and they work out and they train. I just, you know, it would be amazing to take a picture of a freshman in wrestling and then a senior in wrestling as they've gone up in weight classes and so forth and so on. I'm rambling, but it was a fascinating conversation. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I did. That is going to do it for us tonight, folks. want to once again thank our sponsors for making this broadcast possible. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Hurt and Elko, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana and RAMC. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Margaret Mary Health, Bruns Gutsweiler, Great Plains Communication, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Garings, and of course, Ison's Family Pizza. Again, that is going to do it for tonight. Make sure you join us same time next week, same station, same place, as we bring you another episode of Coach's Corner. And tonight, we will leave you in the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself. He always said, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. Thanks for listening. And this has been Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. 
Coaches.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.